PodNation, the podcast about nutrition and health for tomorrow, inspired by Bernadette Bruckner and her own nutrition work called Renition, Nourish and Flourish Soul, Mind and Body. My today's guest is Janice. She's a nutrition coach specializing in helping busy people with weight loss, gaining energy and improving overall health without restrict diets and crazy workout routines. Okay. Hello, everybody. Today, I have Janice with me. Hello. Hi, Bernadette. How are you doing? Very well. And you? Yeah, very, very good. Your topic, in my opinion, is very important. It's weight loss. And mm -hmm. since, since the lockdown, I didn't meet anybody who, who didn't gain weight. And losing <laughs> actually energy, because for us, mm. for many people, uh, being in crisis, have no idea how to handle it. It's just all the energy is gone. Mm -hmm. And yeah. they became either couch potatoes mm -hmm. or have no idea anymore what to do because their whole living is just different. Yes. Can you give us some tips? Yes. Yeah, so um, I think what's really important in times like this is routine. So that's probably one of the most, you know, top tip because a lot of people who are used to doing a nine to five typical office job, They would be used to getting up in the morning, having their, you know, structured routine, getting to work, and then they have a lunchtime. They will leave work, go home, have dinner. So, right, your days are separated by meals. Whereas now, I've heard it so many times, Monday feels like Tuesday, feels like Wednesday, <laughs> feels like every day. So I think having a good routine um, definitely will help. Um, and also, I would say actually... On the point of having routine, sh actively schedule time to rest. That sounds weird, I think, but you know, when we talk about this year or 2020, nothing really is weird anymore, right? So I think um, I actually make sure, you know, in my work calendar, I put in at least a half an hour block where nobody can contact me. I leave my work desk and I go do something else. And I think um, in terms of, you know, you mentioned people losing weight, uh, wanting to lose weight rather, and wanting more energy. So on the topic of eating, I think definitely tip number one is do not eat where you're working. In the UK, we call it al desco, like mm -hmm. al fresco, but at your desk. And I would highly recommend against that because you don't you shouldn't be kind of in the same environment for the whole day you need a change in your mental environment as well and what i've been um, doing myself is also to make sure we don't fall into the trap of doom scrolling so for people who don't know what this term means it means going on facebook going on twitter going on your local news website and just scrolling and looking at the news every five minutes, right? That is really detrimental to your energy levels because it's quite stressful to read about these things. So what I've started doing is I put my um, AirPods, you can do any headphones and even without headphones by my bedside. So when I get up in the morning, I put them on and I put on music straight away, mm -hmm. right? Or guided meditation or your favorite podcast, maybe Bernadette's podcast. Um, because I find that that instantly starts my mind in a different place. I'm not going to scroll. 
straight away. And then the next thing I do is put my phone on do not disturb, right? So apart from, you know, family members or emergency contacts, put your phone on do not disturb so you don't constantly get stimulated by your phone. Now then, starting your day with a good breakfast to me is very key. A lot of people get into this routine of, you know, wanting to be convenient, wanting to be quick, but when you're all now working from home, you don't have that excuse anymore, right? You're at home, the kitchen is next door. So I would say make sure your breakfast has a good proportion of proteins, fiber, good fats, and some slow carbs. That means running away from, you know, deep fried cornflakes and foods that you know are not going to keep you um, energized throughout the day. And then, of course, I mentioned already lunch, you know, apart from having it away from your desk, have your lunch break. You don't have to make an elaborate meal, but make sure you're taking a break from your day to do that. And actually, while snacking, um, I don't recommend snacking as a must. I think if you eat your three meals properly, or if people want to do intermittent fasting, if you're eating your main meals properly, you shouldn't need to snack. However, don't put yourself in front of temptation. Don't stock your cupboards with naughty snacks, right? If you are someone who likes to snack during the day, focus on things like nuts, uh, maybe fruits, you know, these are things that are actually even good for your body. So you won't get that cycle of, oh, I feel snacky, and then I ate something, and then now I feel guilty, which in turn makes some people go eat more, right? Because mm -hmm. food is a very emotional thing for everybody. Um, and I guess my last eating related tip is to have your dinner not so late in the day. Because if you think about what food is for, it's for fueling your body and for your activities. Now, given that we're all basically at home all day now, you don't, you don't really need energy in the evening, right? So keep your last meal light and relatively early. Um, yeah, and stay active. I mean, I don't really focus too much on fitness because, you know, while I myself do a lot of fitness, I don't coach people in the fitness, but I would say even going out for a walk, you know, everybody's phones now, I think are smart enough to have something that counts your steps or count how far you walk. And I think around 6,000 to 10,000 steps a day, which I think translates to about four miles or something is good enough, right? Don't stress yourself out. Um, and you don't need to do, you know, those 30 day yoga challenges. Don't, don't jump into extreme things. These are so brilliant tips and I'm, think, I'm really glad having you on my podcast. And for me, it would, would be also very interesting. What was your biggest lesson, what you learned from your own health and nutrition journey? Um, listen to your body. I think that was the biggest lesson because I didn't do that at the beginning of my journey. I listened to everybody else. So I was following, you know, what I saw online, what I heard people were doing. And then when it didn't work, I felt like oh, something's wrong with me. I didn't do it properly. But actually, you know, there are so many ways now people go um, low carb, high fats or keto or some people go, you know, no animal protein. At all. There's just so many ways. And Apart from what's scientifically proven, I would say definitely learn to connect with your body 
So I started doing the Wim Hof uh, breath work. And so let's add that to the tip. I would say go on YouTube, find Wim Hof and do his breath work. Um, so I think learning really to listen to your body. Um, what I mean by that is if your lips are dry, before you even reach for the chapstick or the lip balm, think about have you had enough water, right? Because again, we're at home a lot now. A lot of these things that people might have excuses for before, you no longer have that excuse. All the food and drinks you have, you need are within reach. And having, you know, if even going to the kitchen, if you live in a mansion, right, going to the kitchen is really far away. Have a bottle of water with you. So I think definitely learning to listen to the signs and signals from your body is my biggest lesson. It's so funny because you, you mentioned so many times it's regarding excuses. We are so good. I know it in Austria. I, I don't know in other countries, but we are so good in excuses, not doing mm -hmm. things. Mm -hmm. Now we do the lockdown. We have actually the environment where we can do everything where we had before excuses. Yes. And we find new excuses. And it's so, mm -hmm. it's so interesting it, it, regarding fitness because with couch potato things is, is something it's really common in Austria. And, and because the fitness studio has, has not closed, I can't do fitness. I have, I have to stay at home yes. because others telling me. And it's so interesting. Do you have one tip? We call it uh, the, the inner swine. Um, I know, or kick as angel, however you want to call it. It's to overcome it. Not having an excuse anymore, but truly go, go for the healthy stuff. I think... So let me maybe break down the tip a little bit. Um, it's quite hard to just, you know, sum it up in one thing. But whenever we think about doing anything, there are always internal and external factors, right? So how easy is it to do and how much you want to do it, right? To simply put it. So number one, what I've done now, because even though I've always had a very good routine with, you know, working out, all of that. I found it difficult at the beginning of lockdown because I no longer needed to get up as early to commute. So I thought I'll sleep in a little bit more. And then sometimes I would find myself getting up maybe only half an hour before work. So I would hurriedly eat, you know, make myself look a bit presentable and then go online. Um, whereas what I've now started doing is I put my yoga mat already there it's opened i put the clothes that i need to work out in right by my bedroom door or in the bathroom so when i get up it's there right i don't need to go unroll anything just make it easy for yourself is the message i even know some people who would sleep in their workout clothes and get up and just go right so um that's number one so first half of the tip is make it easy for yourself and i think second half is you know, willpower is limited, right? It's true for anybody. Talk to people who run a marathon. By the halfway mark, you're not running on willpower. You're just trying to survive it a lot mm -hmm. of the times, right? Mm -hmm. So I think don't blame yourself on lacking willpower because it's the same for everybody. But what's really important is figure out why you're doing something. So actually think about the consequence of not doing something. For example, one day you can say, I don't feel like working out. Fine, don't do it. 
but then think about in the first place why you're working out did you have a health concern did you want to you know achieve anything if that reason is strong enough i believe that would push you through even without willpower thank you very much for all your tips how can people reach you okay so um i have my own podcast called neighborhood nutritionist And for people who do it the American way, neighborhood for me is spelled with a U. Uh, you can find me on all the major platforms. And um, I actually, if you go into the show notes of each episode, you will find all the separate, you know, Instagram website, LinkedIn, all the contact details on there. We also will put all your contact details to the podcast so that people can find Perfect. you easier. And thank you very much for all your tips and for your information. And um A good luck in the times of crisis. Thank you for having me and good luck to everyone as well. Janine's number one tip for ultimative health, be clear about your why. Podnition, the podcast about nutrition and health for tomorrow. Inspired by Bernadette Bruckner and her own nutrition work called Renition, Nourish and Flourish Soul, Mind and Body.